Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 607 on a Thursday. It's already Thursday. I can't it, this week's going by quickly, isn't it? I think it's cuz all the uh, Much faster than last week. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I I I I'm pretty sure I said today was Wednesday or Tuesday on Channel 2 this morning. Yeah, I was like enough. then I was like is it Thursday already? It's th- wow. Happy Thursday everybody. Uh one day before uh Chuck's favorite day where he calls it Friday. I've um, never said like, that. I think you just you do that so you can have an excuse to say it. I hate that word. I hate that word. I hate that word. <laughs> um, but I love being here with you. We've got a, a weird show tonight. So I know this for sure. We're live with you till 7.15. And then we're going to take uh, President-elect Biden's address, uh, which he's going to talk about the new stimulus package, Chris Chandler, and coronavirus stuff, and... What exactly is on tap for the president-elect at 7.15? So our, our president-elect is going to lay out what turns out to be a $2 trillion or so package, and this is whether or not uh, they want to send out the rest of the long-promised $2,000, and it's about uh, whether he is uh, for keeping the schools open, come hell or high water, or closing them down, or whether there should be further shutdowns, mask mandates, all these kind of things. This is really going to be what he's going to put forward when he goes into office uh, next Wednesday. All right, so a lot of good information that, uh, whether you like the president-elect or not, this is information that will, is what's going to be. Right? Yeah, it will impact you, so we're going to carry that live. We don't know how long that speech will be if it's elongated we'll write into uh your show at eight right. so it might be a little before eight a little before uh, where after, georgia we'll stands see. yeah we'll see um so we're gonna break it so i know that for a fact seven fifteen. but we might be back it might be a two-minute speech and we're, we're back at seven seventeen. i don't know how it's gonna work yet but uh we'll have fun in the meantime and chris chandler go do some show prep buddy thank you um uh we have, what do we do on a thursday i forgot what we do on thursday <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do out there. Today. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Deborah. Chuck didn't know either. Uh, he's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He'll tell you what the tax implications are of that $2,000 stimulus check. He's a little Sanjay, and would you rather? How are you, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. It is, the week has flown by. I can't believe it's Thursday either. Yeah. I almost... Missed all of my Thursday deadlines thinking it was Wednesday. What, but what I got Thursday deadline do you have? Payroll, man. People got to get paid on oh, Fridays. Right. You mess up people's paychecks. Yeah. You get some uh, You get some angry phone calls. All right. Fair enough. All right. So Sanjay actually does legitimate stuff. But uh, his most important job is with us where he asks us unanswerable questions. <laughs> we answer them in studio. I would love for you to play along in your car. Always a good time. What is the first question, Sanjay? All right, would you rather step in a wet spot on your floor in your socks or while washing your hands with your sleeves rolled down, get water all over the bottom of your sleeves? So Bosco pees in the hall and I step on it while I'm wearing a sock. Jeez. 
Is that what you're saying? Or or Maya drops a piece of ice and it melts. It doesn't uh, have to be pee. It's more likely uh, she's 15. It's more yes. likely to be uh, yeah. Maya. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's what I was real confused <laughs> yeah, for a second. Like, Bosco, Bosco's uh, 15. Oh, okay. Maya's 22. Yeah, Let's get this straight. Child bride. Um, I love it. I am going to. Uh, I, I'll, I'm going to get my sleeves wet. I guess that's you know water is better than urine in in most cases. Well, <laughs> I absolutely hate wet sock. Yeah. Oh, it drives me crazy. I don't like wet sleeves either, but I can deal with that. Deal more with the than wet, wet sleeves. Sock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chuck absolutely can't stand wet socks. And you never wear a shirt around the house anyway, so your ah, sleeves will, will never. Uh, <laughs> he sit, he's shirtless on the couch, drinking right beer, oh. eating the Kroger hot dogs. That's that's <laughs> oh, the, the vision I have Everybody of Chuck has at home. The right mental picture. <laughs> yeah, bo- both are very annoying, but sock wet socks are the more most annoying. annoying. Yeah, so I'll go wet and there's sleeves. a greater chance it's something funky. You know, at least it's water coming out. Right, of the right, right. Yeah. All right. Interesting first question. What's the next one, Sanj? All right, this one's a little bit more dire. Would you flip a coin if heads meant? You instantly receive ten billion dollars, and tails meant you die instantly. Would you flip that coin? <sighs> ten. Well, I'm glad you said heads because I don't know. Are you guys? Do you always pick heads or head tails, or do you do you mix it up? Mix it up. I you think mix I mix it, it up. I think it just depends on the situation. So, you, so you're not I mean, steadfast. And, and no. you're. You, I'm gonna open that up. You can choose which no, one. No, 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 no. You already laid gets out. Gets you the, the thing. ten billion. You've already laid okay, out right, the thing. All right. Uh, what about you, Deborah? Are you? Do you flip it up on heads and yeah, tails? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I always do heads. Like since I was three years old, and whenever the heck you start flipping coins, I've done heads. Do you know why that is, Sanjay? Why is that, Mark? Well, you're a poker player. Why? Why will I? Always... Oh, I mean, it's. Well, I mean, you just you have to. It's all. It's the exact same chance either way. Exactly. Got to be good with it. Yeah. So I'll, I think it's if it's I non-event. always stay with heads over time, it'll be it'll even out. Gotcha. So because you said heads for ten billion, it, I'm I've been doing it my whole life. I hope it evens out. I'm gonna flip the <laughs> I'm gonna flip the coin now. If you said tails was ten billion, I don't do the thing. But since you said heads, wow. ten billion. I'm flipping the coin for ten billion. I had a good run anyway. I mean, right? Yeah, at this I'm, point, I've yeah. squeezed more out of this forty-seven years than anyone thought possible. So right, right. It was right. a good run. Uh, Devora Green. I'll flip the coin. Flip that coin. Why I love not? it, Devora Green. Why not? Yes, uh, low T Chuck. No, I'm not flipping it. Really? Nope. Minus kids, would you flip the coin? No. Really? No. Chuck, I don't know. I wouldn't. I would, t- I would take the shot, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck would <laughs> spend that ten billion dollars in two weeks. Nope. Why? Elk steaks and <laughs> I'm not flipping the coin. You're not flipping. No. Bruce will take care of the family. I'm sure he'll take yeah. care of the family. Still not flipping the coin. Really? <laughs> I would have bet money he would have taken mm-hmm. the, the coin flip. Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo. Yeah, I'm a gambler. I think I, I flip yeah. the coin. All right. So we got fifty fifty chance. We all lose yeah. and Chuck's hosting the show by himself <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Uh don't forget, Chuck, when you do host for me. Yes, sir. Would you rather continues with little Sanjay on the Mark Aram show? What is your next question, Sanjay? All right, next question. Would you rather have the skill of the best chess player that ever lived or have the skill of the best piano player that ever lived? Piano player, 100%. I, so I started playing chess again. Did you guys watch Queen's Gambit on Netflix? Yes. No. Uh, no yes, Deborah, yes. did you watch it? Uh, only half watched All it. Right. My husband was into it. I, I loved it. And I, I, I used to play chess quite a bit when I was younger. And apparently the popularity of that uh, miniseries on Netflix, um, one million, like there was one million downloads of the chess.com app right after that show. Like people are enthralled in chess. 
So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'll download the thing. And I haven't played since college. I haven't played a single chess move since college. And I played with a couple of my buddies. Um, I stink. Oh, my God. I am horrible. I was I was getting beaten like four moves. <laughs> and I'm not playing against like some Russian super pro. Yeah. You know, I'm playing against my buddy Adin. Yeah. Um, uh, so I deleted the app. I was yeah. like, this. Oh, I need I was, to pad my stats. You want to, <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask if you want to do funny was, I would play the computer and I would beat the computer. Um, you know, it was like the easy level, whatever. Sure, sure. Uh, but I was getting smoked by my buddies. It was hurting my uh, confidence level. I was like, I, I don't even want to see this app anymore. It was, so I'm, I thought I was decent at chess and maybe I was, but no, I have no skill set anymore. So I'm going to play piano uh, because I think that's a, a, a skill that can translate for a longer time, and, and, and it's more, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to play piano, Deborah Green. If you can play piano, you can play any instrument, and you can write music, and it all makes sense Is that to a you. fact? That's pretty much what every musician and really? music teacher will say. So, I yeah, I'll learn how to play piano. All right. Low T. Chuck, chess or the piano? As a piano player, I'm picking the piano. Really? You played? Yeah. You took lessons? for 10, 12 years. Wow. Yeah. How the hell did they find a piano in Whitefish, Montana? <laughs> I'm totally somebody, bringing my keyboard Like here. Somebody, somebody was it, brought it over in a horse and buggy, I guess. Was it one of those uh, automated ones that and they have in the saloons? Oh, in the player no, piano? In get, Deadwood? You remember piano. the one in Deadwood yeah. where it was just... You actually took... Um, yeah. Did you have to make it yourself? The piano? The, yeah, carve the wood. And, <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no, but we did have to. Um, there aren't a lot of pianos around. <laughs> so we got it in the basement of an old bar that had been closed for a while. All right. So piano. it was a bar piano. Oh, yeah. yeah most definitely. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was half right. Yeah. Uh, Longoria, are you playing the piano or are you uh, learning chess? I know chess. Um, I don't know the piano. I would like to learn the piano. I think you make more money off of the piano. Like, you could play yeah. it for people. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Chess. No one's going to pay, pay you to play chess. You, did you download the chess.com app? Uh, yeah, I have the. Chess with friends or whatever yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, chess yeah. with friends. Whatever that is called, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm horrible. I play just one person, a friend of mine. Okay. We just play. Diego? No, his no. name is Chris. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next question, Sanjay. All right, this question is kind of deep and tough, all right? Would you rather have divorced parents or parents who would be better off divorced? What? Would you rather have divorced parents... <laughs> Or parents who would be better off divorced, meaning like it's a terrible marriage and they're your parents and they'd probably be happy. It's tough. It's a tough question. I don't know. That's oh, really geez. bad. My parents have been married 50 years. I I can't picture either God of those them. scenarios. Saying. Pa- parents that, what's the second one? Whatever that. Basically, they're married, off. but they'd probably fight a lot. And married and miserable? That's fine. I'll go with that one. Deborah Green. I think I'd be devastated if my parents got divorced yeah. at this point. Even as an adult, I think I would be devastated if they told me that. So. I think it'd be okay right now. I don't think I would. I, I really think don't. if my mom was like, oh, I just, I've had enough, Ed. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> in now that sad. they've done it so long, yeah, they're like, why point. bother? Yeah, so they're, they probably are miserable, you know, but they're not going to, it's like, it's too much work to get divorced now. So. I would, I would, it would be, I wouldn't love it, but I'd be like better that they got divorced now when I'm 47 than if I was like 12. Well, like that would have hurt. Of course, when I was a kid, yeah. but I still think it would bother me. So they let them live well, of in course, misery. Live in misery. All right. So we're, we're in some potico there. Live in misery. Chuck. Ah, uh, not divorced. You want a divorce? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to deal with that. All right. You want, It'll be yeah. way easier to have two Christmases and just bounce back and forth and to deal with two people <laughs> in the same house or constantly. So this is off throat. about you and your, your ease. I'm of... not saying that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Understood. Longoria. Uh, my mom was divorced or yeah. is divorced uh, since I was two. So divorced parents. I mean. Divorced. So you were two. That's actually probably a decent age for that to happen, right? I mean, there's yeah, never I a didn't good re- age. I didn't remember much, yeah. but, you know, there's a lot of animosity between the two families. So it was not oh, cool wow. growing up. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of. How old were you when uh, Bruce entered the picture? Uh, probably 10. <laughs> ten, ten, ten is, so his, his, kids have ten. A, his kids have a couple of years. Yeah, I still got a few more years. I can live with Bruce, that. Bruce gets around. Uh, Soda Sanjay, he does this. He uh, is an entrepreneur, and he's the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. That dude that just asked those wackadoo questions can do your taxes. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or his website is brass.tax. Have a great weekend, Sanjay. My man. All right, we'll be right back. It's Thursday already on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. With you till 7.15, then President-elect Biden will speak, and then we may or may not get back on after that. Real quick, Longoria, your daughters are now how old? Uh, almost eight. Eight, okay. And five. Eight and five. So are they still losing teeth? Oh, yeah. All right, so the, your tooth fairy is still a thing in your oh, house. Oh, yes, yes. Ella, is she losing teeth yet? No, she just finally got all her teeth. Okay. What do you, what do you, uh, what's the tooth fairy giving the kids for teeth these days? 20 bucks. Money? Like yeah. how much? Yeah. Um, 20 I, bucks. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm trying to think. Whatever, uh, your wife handles it. I, I think it. it's $5. All right, $5. Yeah. I used to get a quarter. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's gone up way a lot. My dad always gave me the $2 bill. Oh really? Yeah. All yeah, right. they get two two dollar bills and a dollar coin. Chuck got a uh, buffalo head nickel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is a great story. The reason I bring this, uh, this is out of the United Kingdom. This kid tried to scam scam her parents or scam the tooth fairy, so she hadn't lost teeth in a while, and that was like her main source of income, right? This girl's like, oh what else? What else is a six year old going to get money? <laughs> so the girl took a tic tac, cracked it in half. And then with a red marker, like, made it look like it was bloody on the bottom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> stuck it under the pillow. And the tooth fairy didn't fall for it and <laughs> left left candy instead. It was like, nice try, Cindy. But uh, that, <laughs> I give I give that girl <laughs> credit for... Uh, I think the tooth fairy should have given him a buck or something for the, you know... A quid? For coming up with that. What is it? What's a quid in... Uh, It'd be like one pound or one dollar. So that's all right. Equivalent, yeah. So it's just like a buck. Like yeah. where yeah. you have a dollar, we call it a buck. It's right. a quid. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So kudos to that girl trying to scam the tooth fairy. Good stuff. Uh, we're going to come back. we got other stuff to talk about. And your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Yo, this is Jamie Foxx, and you're listening to my man, Mark Aram. For a second, I reckon, I got your double check. All right, joining us now on the Mark Aram Show, an actor that came into my life in uh, the early to mid-90s in a very surprising way, and he stayed with me all these years from the legendary Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Muse. Jason, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? I'm very good. I'm very good, and thank you. Clerks came out of nowhere, uh, this little indie black and white film, and I was in college, it came out, and we just gravitated toward it. We we recognized the characters, uh, a really uh, landmark movie in, in my uh, young adulthood. How did you wind up in that movie, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Kevin and I, uh, we, grew, we grew up in the same town, and we went to high school together. Uh, we didn't really hang out. He was four years older than I was, so we didn't hang out in high school, but... We knew who each other was because a small town, like literally there was like, our school was seventh grade to 12th grade. And there was literally about 370 kids in the school. Um, So you sort of knew everybody, even if you didn't know them and friends with them, you knew who they were. Um, 
And when I graduated, when he graduated, he started working at a community center in our town. And I used to go there after school because there was foosball, pool. They had snacks, board games. <laughs> and that's where, like, you sort of hung out until your family, mom, parent, you know, your mom, grandma, parents, whoever you live with, would get home from work. So I used to go down there, and him, Brian Johnson, and Walt Flanagan from Comic Book Men, would all, they all worked there, and they used to sit and talk about comics. And, and that's sort of how I weaseled my way in. And then I started helping him at the Quick Stop. He left the community center, started working the Quick Stop, where clerks were shot. And I used to go on Sundays and help him put the Sunday newspaper together. And it, I was the only one that would do it because you had to get up at like 5.30 in sure, the morning sure, yeah. to go do this. <laughs> and Walt and Bri would be like, we're not getting up that early just to go help you with papers. Um, and, and after we got to, you know, we'd hang out every Sunday um, and then we'd start hanging out even more, talking about comics. Anyway, long story short, he wind up being like, your sense of humor is weird. You have a weird sense of humor. I wonder if only me, Brian, Walt think you're funny, or is it just Jersey that thinks you're, like, have a weird sense of humor and get your weirdness, or will others, other people, someone should put you in a movie? And th then cut to him writing a script going, hey, I'm writing a movie, I'm going to put you in a movie. And, they're, he's, and he based Jay off of me, off of the person, the kid he had known from the age of, uh, you know, I think I was 13 or 14, when we started hanging out for, let's say, 14 up to 17 when we shot the movie. That's things I said, did, the way I acted. He wrote a character based on that, and that was Jay. That's amazing. So you film in this movie. Uh, what did you think? Did you think this was, you know, anyone was ever going to see this thing? What were your thoughts going into that? Back then, though, there was literally the VHS shoulder camera was the only affordable camera, and then or, and or you could rent a movie camera. So, like, when he was like, I'm going to make a movie, I was like, yeah, sure. All right, Jason, gonna... sorry about that, man. I got to go. Uh, well, when Jason Muse calls the show, you got to take him, right, Longoria? I appreciate you calling. It was, it was, good. He was rambling on a little too long. Thank you, uh, Jason Muse. Uh, back to the phones we go, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Alan's up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Alan? Hey, sorry, I didn't want to cut off Jason there. Hey, um, maybe I'm being prejudiced, but when did we have somebody – that was elected president, but not um, inaugurated yet, addressing the nation like he's the president. I, I, I don't quite understand this. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not a political historian. Uh, but, I don't recall offhand, though. You're, you're right. I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember uh, president-elect addressing the nation. I mean, the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut him some slack because things are a little different right now. Um, yeah, but that might be but this I, might be the first time. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to cut him any slack for for giving away and 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 all the Democrats. See, that's what I'm so fed up with for so long. All the right now, we can't afford any of this stuff, and now they just want to give away more money and more money. And that's that's the big issue that a lot of us have always had. We're not like radical uh, right or anything we just yeah. don't want small to government waste money S small we need to have a balanced budget small government conservative I mean, that's that's pretty simple or, right or just a balanced budget you yeah know, what you can afford <laughs> like we do at home I just, alan do me a favor I'm, you're not you're, you're not planning on storming any capitals are you 
I'm not like that. Okay, good, know, good. Afraid. All right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just up here in North Georgia, you know. The, the beautiful, uh, the beautiful uh, hills of North Georgia. So Deborah Green is looking right now, the executive producer, to see if anyone has ever given a speech as president-elect. That's a good point. I, I, I can't recall one for sure. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Plus, Russ in Gainesville. It's the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Got a uh, message on Facebook, Longoria. Guy's like, How, why did you hang up on Jason Mewes? All right, so that was an old interview. I had a medical emergency. I had a medical emergency coming out of the news break there at 630. So yeah, call it that. I, didn't, sure. I did not hang up on Jason Mewes. Guy, it was pretty funny, though. Uh, Roy is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Roy. Hey, hey. So, so they impeached Trump. They cut off his social media, cut off his email. And I would say, why, why stop there? Why don't we just go ahead and cut off his phone? I mean... Heck, he needs. He doesn't need a computer. Let's cut that off. Take what? his internet. What? Cut off his power. What? And, what, and what's, what, what, what show yeah, are you listening know. to, Roy? So, so what? What so show are you listening is, to, Roy? So we. What got show on. are you listening to, Roy? So we've got what WSB show and Mark are Aram. you listening? All right, Mark Aram Show. Thank you, Roy. Um, I, I I don't talk about stuff like that. I don't know why everyone keeps calling me. What What are we doing? But, but yet you were last night, and that's what the discussion was. And, and I guess my point is, and I was going to encourage you to consider okay. maybe getting somebody like Loretta J. Ross. She teaches a cancel culture in Atlanta. Interesting lady. All right. Um, I, I do. All right. You know what, Roy? This, is, this story is for you. Cancel culture. I'm glad you brought that up. President Trump might be canceled from Home Alone 2. They're going to take him out? out? Macaulay Culkin wants uh, Donald Trump's cameo cut from Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. That's easy enough. <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? I'm talking about the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Always tell me not to screen the call, so I don't. I, I, Sometimes I this is what happens. I know. It's no offense, Roy. Uh, when we do shows like that, uh, I would I would be happy to have a back and forth with you. What did we do yesterday? What are we talking? Well, it was about? the impeachment. Oh, it was the, it was the impeachment. Show. Yeah, it was, it was. It was breaking news. That's over. It is a news station. I mean, you got to expect. I understand. I understand. I, I don't mean any harm, Roy. You know what? I'm bringing Roy back on. Roy, I apologize. I, was... I Oh, you're still talking. Hey, <laughs> I apologize, Roy. I, I I just didn't know where it was coming from, but now I know what you're talking about. So, uh, what's your solution, Roy? Well, and what I was offering, there's somebody in Atlanta, I have nothing, ask them where their banking is and who does their web hosting before I decide to do business with them. We are canceling out one another. It's We're going to have the left internet, the right internet. Yeah. It's a disaster, and You're we right. need to stop it now. We need to start behaving, and yet this is being tolerated by the left by canceling out anybody who speaks something that's not how they believe. And we've got to tolerate that. But, but to that. be That's fair, to be fair, Roy, the cancel culture is just not only on the left. I mean, uh, maybe they do it more often, but the right cancels a lot of folks, too. Get, get Loretta on there. It's somebody okay. I think would be in. Like the Dixie Chicks, remember? They they got canceled pretty early years ago. I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this. I don't I don't have my... <laughs> I don't have my my stuff. You still right. have enough stuff till seven fifteen. I don't know. I do have Russ in Gainesville though. Russ, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Russ, hey. come here a minute. I want to talk. So to Russ you. sent me. You guys might remember a couple months ago. Russ bought a fancy new big screen TV. Um, you sent me a picture today, and the the front screen was smashed. Did you throw something at it? Did it fall? What happened? Corelli threw something I at it. I fell down actually and broke it, and so then. 
You know, um, I went and bought another TV today, a 65-inch. It took three guys to put it in the van. Well, now my goofy girlfriend, Karen, she fell off the porch last night and hurt her leg, and she can't walk. So I can't get it out of the van by myself. Oh, you're going to have your blind girlfriend carry your TV out of your out of your truck? Does she walk backwards? Or? I mean, you know, I don't have anybody else. I asked my son to come help me, but Pivot. he's a car salesman. He didn't get off till like nine o'clock. Can't you lift oh, by the way, you know why Trump there? was? You know why Trump was in that movie? Why was he in that movie? He owned the hotel. Oh, all right. How about yeah, that? they made that movie, and so how are they going to take him out of the movie? Oh, he's on. He's on screen for like six seconds. It's pretty, yeah, yeah it's just high. I'm not. I'm not endorsing that they cut him out. Um, I don't even remember the uh, Lost in New York. Home Alone Two, Lost in New York was it's, the thing. It's right? literally Macaulay Culkin like runs into him in the lobby. Yeah, asks for directions yeah. or something, or where's the bathroom or something. something. Like that. Yeah, speaking of the bathroom, yeah, that's his hotel. That's where he was in the movie. Yeah, so, there you um, go. All right, well, Russ, I'm glad. I thought you might have broken your TV out of anger and thrown like a mug of beer well, at it or something. Well, let me tell you what happened. I, uh, I hit it and. Uh, it messed up like half the screen wouldn't play, so then I got mad and kicked it. Oh, all right. So you did kick it eventually. All right, Russ. Good luck uh, getting the new TV. Uh, tomorrow we're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. When we come back, uh, this is pretty cool. We all we all love dogs here on the Mark Aram Show. How about a smart dog collar? A smart dog collar. I'll tell you about that when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole family here tonight, Devara Green, the executive producer of the show, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low T. Chuck Low screens tea. those calls. So we're with you. This is all I know. We're with you till 7.15. And then we're going to take President-elect Biden's speech and then depending on how long that is, we might come back or we might just hand it off to Chris Chandler and the gang where Georgia stands with the coronavirus and the stimulus checks. And did you guys, did you get all the stimulus checks? Have you ever yeah, heard I got yet? mine. I Chuck? Got mine, yeah. Deborah? Yeah, I got it. Was it in the proper amount? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard some people getting way more than they thought they were going to get. Well, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. I was only getting from like me and Leslie. Yeah, like, you got the kids no, too. I got the kids, so it was like double oh, than so what did you get we that thought. The first time? Yeah, but I, I I only thought that they were only sending like what was it six hundred? Yeah. I thought they were only sending six hundred per per like. So you got twenty four hundred. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I was only expecting twelve, and then when we came up, I was like, oh, cool, nice. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, it's for the kids. Sweet. Yeah. So this is. Chuck, then I this lied is the to them first... and told them they only got five dollars <laughs> for the <laughs> two. Yeah, the six hundred. So is this the first stimulus that includes Jackson Abernathy, Hainsbridge the third? No. They don't know he exists. Oh, why? Because he was born this year. There's no, there's no IRS record. Oh, I thought you were keeping him off the grid. Yeah, no, no, like no, 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 no. Social Security. Once I claim him on this year, oh, okay, got then you. It'll be so. I yeah. wonder if you get that retroactive that six hundred. I maybe. All right. Seems like a lot of work. But yours was a normal lot. Otherwise, yep. Deborah, yep. you too. Yeah, everything's all right. normal. Interesting. Uh, all right, so that's coming at seven fifteen. This is awesome. So. I'm a huge dog lover. I know you guys are as well in the in the studio, and and hopefully some of you listening. In fact, I just talked Bosco to the vet today to get like they did take a sample of her liver to see if she has cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rough day for me today. Anyway, this is awesome. 
smart dog collar. So we got everything, right? We have smart speakers and smart thermostats or whatever. This is a smart dog dog collar. And I'm thinking about getting this. Check this out. Uh, it's an AI-powered dog collar that can detect five emotions in canines by monitoring their barks using voice recognition technology. Uh, it's called the Pet Pulls Collar, 1L Pet Pulls Collar, can tell pet owners through a smartphone app if the dogs are happy, relaxed, anxious, angry, or sad. Now, I don't know how valid it would be. In fact, Bosco doesn't even bark anymore, but Deuce, Deuce barks a lot, so right. I could be able to tell. Uh, but that's true. Like, when Deuce barks, I think when he barks when I'm home, he's excited. I don't think he's mad. Um, but you never know. Oh, dang it. That guy came home. Yeah, exactly. Son of a biscuit. Um, this dog, uh, all the, the collar also tracks dogs, physical activity and rest. Uh, so you can know, I don't know when you leave the house, if you leave your dogs alone, what are they doing? So it tells you what it like monitors their steps, I guess. Um, and this device gives a dog uh, a voice so that humans can understand, says Andrew Gill, the director of global marketing at Pet Poles Lab. Uh, the company began gathering different types of barks to analyze dogs' emotions in 2017. Three years later, they've developed a proprietary algorithm based on a database of more than 10,000 samples from 50 breeds of dog. He said the collar has a 90% average accuracy rate on the emotional recognition. Wow. That's pretty cool. Uh, the the collar is $99 available online. That's it? Yeah. Wow, I thought that was going to be a lot higher. No, I think I'm I think I'm going to get this for Deuce at least. Yeah, but wouldn't wouldn't it that. suck that you like you thought your dog was happy this whole time and then it's just <laughs> miserable, miserable just the whole constant. time and you're like, "Man, I don't want this collar." <laughs> well, I like I want to know cuz like we've been mixing Bosco's food to see what, you know, and I would like to know her reaction to the food more than anything like. Sure. I don't like this dry Zeke, you know, give me that wet thing. You know, <laughs> what's funny is, have you guys ever seen the the latest versions of Planet of the Apes? Oh yeah, like yeah, the newer yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, every time I watch those, I'm like, gosh, I wish my dogs could talk like that monkey. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> no. how amazing would it be to like, you know, have a conversation like yeah. the guy has with the monkey, like to have it with your dog. And you my come dog home. never had enough going on upstairs. To, no. no, my dog would say the same thing. I'm hungry. Hold yeah. me, yeah. pet me, feed me. All right, hurry, hurry, cool be, be, Yeah, I gotta go potty, Dad. Hurry up. Like, it'd be cool at least. I don't know. I'm you like weird. that dog Doug in the movie? Up. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh yeah, you should watch. If, for nothing other than the fact that yeah, their the dog, dog talks. Boy, yeah. Sold. I'm oh, it's, sold. A, it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm down with that though. I for 99 bucks, I would, I would, I'd roll the dice on that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad investment. Can Who knows? Your, can you put it on your kids? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a baby That's what one. I do. That, look at that, Chuck. There's a million dollar idea. Yeah, there you go. A baby one. Yeah, although it's pretty obvious what babies are doing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. not a lot of discernment there. How about, a, uh, how about a, a smart diaper that changes itself for 99 bucks? Oh. That would be life. yeah. That would be that would be the best. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even change diapers anymore, and I'm I would want that. I'll yeah. give you. Uh, speaking of hurry, hurry, poopies. Uh, Taco Bell bringing back potatoes. Our uh, lovable friends at Taco Bell they got rid of potatoes during the pandemic. Oh. Yeah, they and one of the Mexican pizza. And one of those things. Well, that's next, Longoria. Yeah. Patience. Johnny K can only do so much. <laughs> one of my favorite things uh, when I stopped eating meat at Taco Bell was the uh, potato wrap. What it was uh, like? I don't know potato burrito they called it whatever potatoes and cheese and sour cream 
and it grilled, and it was like, uh, it was really it good. The sour cream. It was really good. <laughs> you can get it without sour cream. Uh, any announcement uh, today? Taco Bell said it's cheesy Fiesta potatoes and spicy potato soft taco will be back permanently starting March 11th. So it's not the thing that I liked, unfortunately. Um, they originally take off the menu last summer to simplify Taco Bell's menu options, which, while totally valid, definitely broke some hearts. Uh, the potato so- spicy potato soft taco is just a buck, and the cheesy Fiesta potatoes are $1.49. I don't think, Chris Chandler, there's a better segue into uh, Vice President-elect Biden's speech than what I just did there with the Taco Bell bringing back potatoes, my friend. Is he in there? He's not in there. He he was in there. Yeah, yeah. I right. guess he's not listening to us. All right. He's just not listening. He just so, turned his mic off. <laughs> all right. He didn't want to hear. He, didn't, he doesn't <laughs> want to talk. Why. He doesn't want to talk about. It. You can eat potatoes, Chandler. There, there, there's no gluten in potatoes. He's he's <laughs> he's over me. <laughs> uh, he's over me. Uh, all right. So we're awaiting President Biden's speech. I don't know if it'll. You know, I I should have uh, been prepared that if he doesn't go right at seven fifteen, you know, he might go. S- 40 minutes late like President Trump did, but we'll see. Uh, soon, President Biden is going to speak as soon as... Oh, he didn't have you up. He's oh, like... he didn't have me up. Anyway, uh, are we get... Chris Chandler, are you up now? Yes. Are we going to... Uh, is this a hard start at 7.15? What do we think? I'm sorry. Normally, I listen with every... Uh, Understood. ...to every word of your program. Understood. Attention. No, I was listening to the feed from Delaware, and it's a lot of crowd noise at the moment, so, so... it will be uh, momentarily, but not yet, sir. All right. Uh, so he's going to be talking about COVID-19 and the vaccine rollout, Chris. Uh, Dollar General, uh, one of Russ and Gainesville's favorite stores, is paying workers to get the COVID-19. Uh, the company, which has 157,000 employees, uh, made a personal decision, uh, the, the CEO did... And uh, 26,000 employees have uh, already received the vaccine or signed up for the vaccine. And they will also get a uh, $500 bonus to Ooh. workers if they get the vaccine. Wow. Yeah, so we should, nice. should we hold out here? Yeah, can we get that here? Yeah, should yeah. we hold out? and? I don't like to make waves, honestly. Play hardball? <laughs> I would. I'm with you. Uh, I'll sign up for it. We've so been that, here since the beginning. We yeah. have, yeah. No, we that, you know what? That's true. The, the four or five of us, indeed. Yes, and we're exactly. essential workers. We, need we are it. essential workers. So we'll keep uh, we'll keep you watching that. Uh, Braves fans, it looks like uh, despite the COVID nineteen pandemic, Braves are expecting fans in the stands this year. The Braves announced today a full slate of promotions and bobbleheads. Uh, the National League champs uh, have a full slate of game day promotions as well, from cap giveaways to Los Bravos night to Star Wars night. The promotional calendar is full. Home opener slated for April 9th versus the Phillies. And in July, uh, the Braves are going to host the All-Star uh, game and All-Star weekend. So that's pretty good. I wonder what they did last year, right? So they had the season delayed. It was a short season and no fans. But they had already pre-ordered all those bobbleheads last year, right? Oh, yeah. Is there just a big... Oh, I can ask somebody and see what they did with yeah, them. Yeah. Th- Maybe that's ma- what they're giving away this year. I, but I, I bet a bunch of the bobbleheads are from guys that aren't on the that team anymore. Team anymore sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I bet there's a warehouse full of just bobbleheads that they didn't, and and not just the Braves, but all Major League Baseball teams, mm-hmm. uh, just sitting on you know bobbleheads and bobbleheads and bobbleheads. I have uh, one bobble, no two. I have a Dominique Wilkins bobblehead that I got from the Hawks, and a Clark Howard signed bobblehead. Oh, cool. That's, a, that's all I have in the bobblehead world. So the first guy's just come out and put the uh, portfolio on the podium. The second guy has just come out and done the uh, TV strip tease where you lift up your suit coat to show the white shirt underneath to the camera for white balance. White balance yes. right? So we're getting close, but not yet. So I think you should carry on. Um, all right. So this is the, normally the time of the show where we break to commercial, Chris Chandler, and your executive. Uh... I haven't heard anyone say two-minute warning. 
All right. So we so can, I think you're good. We'll squeeze a break in here, Longoria, and then uh, we'll go straight to uh, Vice President-elected Chris Chandler. Special presentation here on the Mark Aram Show. Off to a bang-up start. All right. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, it's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB Atlanta. Uh, that, that, to me, was the biggest takeaway. I think for the average Joe and Jane, the, the financial aspect of what uh, the president-elect uh, laid out there as far as uh, the stimulus and the uh, expanded unemployment. So that that's the headline for me. If, if you're just an average person like I am, what I'm hearing the president-elect say. All right. So then he, he teased again this idea of a million doses of vaccine within his first 100 days. He's going to lay out more of the medical part of this tomorrow, including those vaccination plans. That is going to be a very, very tall order. He's branding the effort so far nationally as a dismal failure. Uh, By any objective standard, it is difficult to argue with that, and including here in Georgia. He's going to tell us more tomorrow about what he wants to do on that front. Some of the experts that we've heard from today are already saying it would take triple that number really to make much of an impact in a short-term uh, basis. What, what I want you to ask the experts, and by the way, Chris is going to be doing a special show coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we had a call earlier in the program. Uh, the the historical aspect of what we just heard, right? I can't remember, at least in my recent political memory, of a president-elect addressing the nation prior to inauguration. Can you remember anything like this before? <sighs> Not in not in this sense where the we have seen, for example, Vice President Pence out this afternoon on that other subject, the inauguration security, getting the briefing from the FBI and talking to the National Guard uh, troops who are guarding the Capitol. Uh, you have a president who, and again, by any reasonable standard, has more or less uh, gone off the job in as much at least as it uh, has concerned pressing forward these priorities uh, and this is an effort to fill a void obviously during what has become just in terms of raw numbers and in human suffering the roughest stretch a few weeks including here in Georgia of the entire year 13 14 month pandemic now that we have had. So part of it is an effort to fill a vacuum and say that somebody has made some plan here that we're going to put into effect. And of course, we've all been mired in all this so many weeks now. You know, it's less than a week now until this is for real. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's it's not as if it's not time. Indeed. Yeah. So special times require special movements and actions. And I won't copyright that. I have a feeling someone has used that phrase already somewhere, sometime in yeah. the past. But yes, I Indeed. think that's probably, so. I think that is likely the president-elect's idea. So we got Bill Crane, Wes Moss, uh, the AJC's Pulitzer-winning education reporter Maureen Downey coming up. Justin Gray from Channel 2 is going to talk to us. He's been calling around to the hospital systems in Georgia today. It's really dire, and it's he's going to put some uh, stories with some of these numbers just to, to demonstrate that that is really true and not fraudulent or made up. And then we're going to talk from that about this American rescue proposal. I won't even call it a plan. We don't know what will happen in mm-hmm. the Congress, of course. Uh, we'll call it a proposal. He called it our way forward. We'll see. We're going to hash it out. We'll see. Uh, Chris Chandler there. Well, this is what we're going to do right now. We're going to we're going to update traffic. I know Alex Williams is chomping at the bit to uh, get on here. We'll make up some of the commercials we missed. And then we'll reset. And coming up at 8 p.m., it is called Where Georgia Stands. Coronavirus, Where Georgia Stands, number 23 in the last nine months. Wow, has it been that many? Indeed, number 23. And so we'll hash it out from 8 until 9 o'clock. What all of this that we've just heard means for all of us here. That's almost a complete set of uh, Encyclopedia Britannica's right there. Like we're a up season to, of Friends. We're up to volume 23. All right, we'll be right back. One second to go. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk.
Welcome back. Final segment of the broadcast, 753, 48 degrees on Peachtree Street. Tomorrow we get a full show. I think we're going to squeeze in a millennial match game tomorrow because we got we lost one yesterday because of the short show. So uh, I think we're going to do millennial match game and uh, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Quick update to the Braves bobblehead uh, story. So I wondered what happened last year with all the canceled games, no fans, and the shortened season, the Braves obviously pre-ordered the bobbleheads, right? Because you got to have time to make them. Yeah. Uh, Deb reached out to a Braves insider. What did you hear back, Deb? Yeah, so he told me that they actually stopped production on some of them for last year okay, because good. they knew they weren't going to be able to give them all out. And so this year is going to be a combination of some that they couldn't give out last year and some new ones. All right, so there will be some, uh, yes. some new bobbleheads. I, yep. I want a Ronald Acuna Jr., Bobblehead. He's my favorite. Get you one. My favorite player. You don't have to do that. I, I can. Okay. Yeah. But thank <laughs> you. Uh, bad news on the uh, pasta front, guys. So uh, you know, I was crying again about uh, oh, missing yeah. out on the never-ending pasta pass from Olive Garden and uh, Sean Hannity. You know that whole story. Um, Deborah pulled the audio of of all the times I think that I've talked about the never-ending pasta pass from Olive Garden and sent it to Olive Garden. And I don't know, what, how did you how did you uh, couch it, it? It took me a while, but I basically said, you know, I'm a host. Of a, my host really loves Olive Garden. <laughs> yes. We were talking about the never-ending pasta pass. <laughs> yes. Would someone want to come on the air and talk about it? Okay. But basically, just I was asking for an interview, and gotcha. that's it. And they, they said they don't know if it's coming back. Oh. If they do, they would let us know. But for right now, they got nothing on they, it. If they don't bring it back... I'm going to be. They did love your audio, though. Oh, did they? Yes. Good. I'm going to be unconsolable, inconsolable, inconsolable. I'm going to be inconsolable if they don't. I want. Listen, at least bring it back, and if I miss out getting it, I miss out getting it. But I want a shot to get it. I didn't even take a shot last time. I guess it sold out so quickly yeah. that they didn't need to bring it back right away. <sighs> and then all you know, the pandemic happened. <laughs> but it is a, a pandemic. They, yeah. they they need you know we need comfort. Yeah, food. and that's five hundred bucks. Yeah, like the, they should be willing to. Uh, that's a stimulus check. She said she would get in touch with me if right. anything changes. So maybe, but now I have her contact info. They can. Sp- uh, here's the deal. I'll make this negotiation. They can be the forever title sponsor of Never Have Ever with Russ and Gainesville <laughs> if they give me a never. Ending they might not want to bring it back All right. now. How about that? They can. They can sponsor Sanjay. That's good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. All right. so, <laughs> he's better. He's so, better. All the yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's you have more better. of a chance of getting that. That's a better sales yeah, pitch. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Never Ending Pasta Pass. I can't believe I'm not on that. Of all the things that I've I regret in life, that's that, it. That's number one. Um, all right. Well, thank you for an update there, Deborah. At least I mean, she Deb made an effort. Like, she hey, did. Aram loves this thing. Let's go hook him up. Hook him up. Hook him up. And no, it's all right. All right. We'll we'll dangle Sanjay in front of there him. There you go. We'll, we'll pick him up by his shirt and just dangle. hey, you can sponsor Silky. Uh, let's do star of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, I can tell you, it's not me, for sure. Uh, I had the incident after the news break, and uh, I don't know, I was just off today. I was worried about Bosco. I didn't get much sleep, yeah. so I'll blame that. Uh, so you guys all get one, and Sanjay gets one. Uh, so four stars of the show. And yesterday, give it to Bill Crane, uh, low T Chuck, because... Uh, Bill basically did the whole show by himself yesterday. So there you go. All right, tomorrow we'll do a Friday, a bonus Friday edition of Millennial Match Game. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Where Georgia stands coming up now. And then word on the street at 10 p.m. on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving baby.
Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.